Hi, I'm Father Greg Cleveland with the Oblates of the Virgin Mary. We'll now look at the second method St. Ignatius recommends for discerning one's call, and that is to pay attention to the movements of spirit within. He asks us to take note of the times when much light and understanding are derived through the experience of desolations and consolations and discernment of diverse spirits. Spiritual consolation and desolation are guideposts by which to gauge our choices. The Lord moves us with deep affective attraction toward himself and toward the choice that he desires for us. The enemy spirits, the world, the flesh, and the devil try to move us away from God's will. First of all, let's look at the experience of spiritual consolation, which Ignatius defines as when an interior movement is aroused in the soul, by which it is inflamed with love of its Creator and Lord, and as a consequence can love no creature on the face of the earth for its own sake, but only in the Creator of them all. It is likewise consolation when one sheds tears that move to the love of God for any reason that is immediately directed to the praise and service of God. Finally, I call consolation every increase of faith, hope, and love and all interior joy that invites and attracts to what is heavenly and to the salvation of one's soul by filling it with peace and quiet in its Creator and Lord. Spiritual consolation is a being with God, feeling in tune with God and His plan, a sense of union with God. It's a movement toward God, a feeling of peace in the true self, St. Paul speaks of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These would indicate one is in spiritual consolation. This is more than being in a good mood, but something that leads us to greater union with God. This is a good spiritual space to be in and a good time to make decisions because the Spirit of God is leading us. God ordinarily speaks to us through these experiences, but even these should be discerned with a spiritual director or trusted friend. We want to be careful not to make a rash decision simply because we are on a spiritual high and might fail to deliver on something we promise. Even with these inspirations, we need to calculate our choices well. St. Ignatius experienced spiritual consolation in the form of love in his heart as he pondered imitating Christ and the saints while on his sickbed in Loyola. He followed that inspiration, giving up all he had, becoming a poor beggar, and living a life of prayer, penance, and charity. The enemy spirit may also be at work to instill desolations and sabotage God's call. These desolations often involve feelings of fear, sadness, discouragement, and the like. Ignatius defines desolation as what is entirely the opposite of consolation, as darkness of soul, turmoil of spirit, inclination to what is low and earthly, restlessness, rising from many disturbances and temptations which lead to want of faith, want of hope, want of love. The soul is wholly slothful, tepid, sad, and separated, as it were, from its Creator and Lord. 
For just as consolation is the opposite of desolation, so the thoughts that spring from desolation are the opposite of those that spring from desolation. So spiritual desolation is a felt separation from God, a lovesickness of soul, a movement away from God, a lack of peace or confusion in the true self. Again, this is something more than a bad mood, but something that leads us away from God. So it should be resisted and the message rejected. We wouldn't want to make a choice in this spiritual state because the world, the flesh, and the devil are leading us. Let's look at how St. Ignatius applied this second method. He was 52 years old and head of the Society of Jesus, and he was discerning God's will regarding the poverty that he and his companions would live. Does God wish for them to live in radical poverty with no fixed income at all? Or does God will some mitigation of this poverty for the good of the churches entrusted to their care? Ignatius begins a time of discernment. In his spiritual diary, he writes, Deep devotion at Mass, with tears and increased confidence in Our Lady, and more inclination to complete poverty then and throughout the day. Day after day, Ignatius experiences spiritual consolation, always toward the more radical form of poverty. Later, near the end of the process, more troubling experiences enter. Ignatius writes, When the Mass was finished and I was in my room afterward, I found myself utterly deserted and without any help, unable to feel the presence of my intercessors or of the divine persons, but feeling so remote and so separated from them as if I had never felt their presence and never would again. In this time of darkness, new thoughts arise. He writes, Thoughts came to me at times against Jesus, at times against another person of the Trinity, finding myself confused with various thoughts, such as to leave the house and rent a room in order to get away from the noise, or to fast, or to begin the masses all over again, or to move the altar to a higher floor in the house. I could find rest in nothing, desiring to end in a time of consolation and with my heart totally satisfied. Ignatius now experiences the contrary of the earlier spiritual consolation. He feels spiritually deserted without help, remote and separated from the divine persons. He experiences spiritual desolation. Troubling thoughts arise in the desolation, among them the thought of beginning the masses over again, that is, of rejecting the entire process of discernment and beginning the discernment anew. In the darkness of spiritual desolation, the consistent inclination toward one option in spiritual consolation is attacked. Here, our process of discernment unfolds over a number of days. The spiritual consolation he experiences toward more complete poverty suggests it is God's will for Ignatius. The spiritual desolation he experiences comes from the enemy's spirit in an attempt to disrupt his movement toward God and the right choice. We can see how Ignatius' teaching helps to indicate God's will. Ideally, we engage in this process with the help of a spiritual director.